0: probably one of my favorite analogies that Francis chan has used is when he's talking about this life is not about us he talked about if if we were cast as an extra in a movie and the camera panned by and saw the back of our heads for half a second how stupid we would be to rent out a theater and fill it with our friends and family, telling them that this movie is about us. And when that half second of the back of our head goes by, to exclaim at the end, what did you think about this movie about me? And obviously the plot is not about me, and the, the, the climax of the movie is not about me. The, the cast was not consulted on how it was going to play around me. This movie's not about me. I do that with life though. I make them I try to make this life about me. And it's not. I act like I'm calling these shots for this path that I'm on and not because I'm trying to be the best version of me I can be. You know, I've got to have this much saved up in the bank or I'm an infidel and I don't care to take care of my family. I've got to, I've got to have this kind of plan or, um, I'm foolish and I, I, I don't have a, a, a plan for my, my family. I have to, I have to send my kids to this kind of school or, or, um, I'm ignorant and I don't care about the education of my family. I have to, um, the list goes on and on and That's just not what we see from God's Word. This, Man, this life is not about me. This life is about Him. I I just heard a a podcast from David Platt, and I want to apologize for using it. I mean, uh, Dr. David Bryant once told me if you find a sharp axe laying around, pick it up and swing it. Uh, Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun, so... The verses aren't new. They shouldn't be new to any of us. But the thought isn't even new. It's just, you know, I love how Priscilla Shire says it's not about the newness. It's about the nowness. And this is really hitting me in my my nowness. This is really getting me where I'm at in my life now. And in Acts chapter 11, we read this in verse 19. Now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen traveled as far as Phineas and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but unto the Jews only. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, which when they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And verse 21 says, And the hand of the Lord was with them. A great number believed and turned unto the Lord. This is pretty, pretty much the, the recount of the starting of the church at Antioch. Later on in this passage we would we'll read that this is the first place that the believers were called Christians. I mean, if you want to you want to pinpoint important churches in the growth of, of the church and in the growth of the kingdom of God, I would have to say Antioch is pretty high up there. Uh, it's important for sending out many missionary, Paul on missionary journeys. It, it sent out uh, missionaries all throughout Asia. It was it was crucial and key in what was going on in the growing and building of the church. I find it really humbling honestly that all we know about the men that started that great work is that God saw fit to let us know them by the pronoun them. We don't know their names. We don't know where they went to seminary. We don't know how much they had in their bank accounts. We don't know what their families looked like. We don't know where where the kids went to school. We don't know what their retirement plans were. We don't know any of that stuff. But what we do know is that they were preaching the Lord Jesus and the hand of the Lord was with them. And because of their faithfulness to him and his work and because of them seeing that this life is not about themselves but there's a much bigger work at hand to be done a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. I sent this podcast link to to my uh, from David Platt to my uh, buddy Joe who simply sent back to me, I want to be a them. I want to be a them insignificant church planning, insignificant workers in the kingdom, insignificant by the world's standards of nobody knows who I am. I don't care that nobody knows who I am. Let me tell you this, in, in, in 50 years, if you don't know who I am, you'll have lost nothing. Nothing. But in one one-hundredth of a second after you die, if you don't know Jesus, you will have lost everything. You see, this life is not about us. There's so much bigger of a work going on. And I don't care what kingdoms we compile. And I don't care what plans we have for retirement. And I don't care what we have going on in our world. This life isn't about us. I should say, this life isn't about me. And this life isn't about you. If people could only say one quality about me one quality about you would it be some having would it be something having to do with us or would it be having to do with what we do for Jesus. Man, some of them. And the hand of the Lord was with them. Man, I can't say it any better than Joe did. I wanna be a them. I want to be them. I don't care in this life who knows my name. I know the God of heaven already has written my name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and my life is to be about something bigger than making my name known. With every breath I have and every ounce of strength within my body, I need to make His name known.